This NFL picks week six edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best NBA better in the United States? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free to play fantasy betting contest. There's $3,000 up for grabs in their season long contest and $200 every week in their weekly contest. Just head over to oddscrowd.com to sign up now. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Oh my goodness. Sean, what just happened last week? Who climbed out of the hole? We've been sitting in not only your Philadelphia Eagles, but our picks, Sean, I assume that's how we're going to start the show. A little tout. Let's go tout tout. Not only did I give you the lock. Uh, the sound sounds off, right? Not only did I give you the lock of the Tennessee Titans, gave you the dog of the Buffalo Bills, and the three team tees hit with the Ravens being the last leg of the tees. Never a sweat, never in doubt. Clean sweep. Ryan, you made fun of my sage, and then there was a guy tweeting out <laughs> a, a video of him watching the uh, Ravens game as it came down to uh, Blankenship. That that guy who looks like uh, Squints. From a Sandlot missing the field goal, and he's like, "The sage worked. The sage worked." He, of course, um, misspelled sage. But uh, shout out to him. All the listeners, we're back on track. Ryan, double lock, salute. Uh, it feels good. Feels good to be uh, talking NFL and just uh, let's go. We're live on YouTube. Let's do a. And we would be remiss not to mention my eighty percent record with the teasers. If you had taken my teasers, Kramer's every week, teasers so, have been hitting at an insane, insane rate. You would be up six point two units, and that's not even talking first touchdowns. That's not talking thirty-five to one, three touchdown. Pro- Sean, we got props later too. Who Thursday night props for the Eagles Bucks closing it out. A no, unfortunately, the soundboard is not back. New soundboard is coming tomorrow, so we'll be back for the pregame show. Soundboard on the uh, three-day IR, still couldn't figure it out. Should have taken it to one of those like uh, you break, I fix guys, but uh, we ordered a new soundboard. Hopefully, either way, if I have to rebuild the soundboard, it's gonna take up a goddamn half day. But that's how much I love the audience, and it makes the show better. So, 
I would maybe the the you break it maybe not fixable. So some <laughs> things aren't meant to be resurrected, Sean, and that's all right. But from the ashes, we will have a new one. We can be like Georgia and just name it the same thing 2.0. So it'll just be soundboard 2.0. They're on like UGA 15. There's no, no creativity there. Anyway. John T pointing out if you ain't here, you must be a clueless anti football pussy. Oh, man. And if, if okay. you missed, we talked about the Gruden thing a little bit. If you missed the DFS show, had to give our uh, reactions. But to me, if he doesn't include that line about Roger Goodell, I got a feeling that maybe these emails don't make their way out. Because well, again, John Gruden wasn't the guy even being investigated. No. Like, if Gruden created a hostile workplace, and then they found these emails while he was employed. Like, yeah, that's you should be fired for that. He's he's responding to a friend again. It's a weird dynamic because you don't like, it, with the exception of making fun of Roger Goodell, you shouldn't be saying these kind of things. But uh, weird times uh, for the Raiders. Look, and, uh, Sean, at the say he was employed at Disney at the time. I I was I worked for Disney at a period. You yes. definitely had to take a training course. That told you not to use email like that. So maybe he just maybe John Gruden not taking the compliance classes. Who knows? Will John Gruden ever coach again? Uh, yeah. USC, fight on, baby. I, here's a prediction for you: if you can find the next coach of USC, get a little wager on John Gruden because I feel like USC takes a, he takes a sensitivity training class. Couldn't couldn't you see him ending up at USC? Gruden goes to sensitivity therapy. Couple weeks out in Malibu, knocks it out, lays low for a year, comes back as you. He maybe he's not the next coach, but maybe he's the next next coach. I I feel like we're gonna see this guy coaching well, like USFL. We're, we're gonna get into it uh, with the you know how do we handicap this situation because we haven't oh, we I haven't know. ever seen something like this. There's two different two different angles you can kind of take on it, and it's an interesting matchup against the Broncos going up in elevation. But before we get to the picks. We got to uh, shout out the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, our good buddies over at the Win, aka Win Bet. Make sure you head over to wynnbet.com to get in and and download that Win betting app. In game wagering, awesome opportunity for some in game wagering when the Ravens were down two touchdowns. Open up that Win Bet app, knowing that uh, Carson Wentz and the Colts were going to choke it away. Get a juicy, juicy opportunity there. So much, so many ways to win, and uh, get a nice little uh, parlay boost. Spin the wheel on that, and uh, they got a bunch of fun promos every week for college and NFL. And of course, now is just like the time to be getting into sports gambling. You got the NHL, you got college football. I was got I cashed a nice ticket on the Raging Cajuns, uh, Ryan. I, there, there's just so much going on. WNBA finals, NBA regular season. We're going to be doing some bonus episode NBA win totals. And of course the national hockey league, college football, NFL, it's all going down over at winbet.com. head over there. If you want to win big. Well, I mean, since we're, since we're pumping things that are awesome before we get into the game, Sean, we should remind people sports gambling podcast, network feed debut of the hockey gambling podcast. Going to be spinning that off to a new feed soon. If you haven't found it, we have a prop only a dedicated prop feed called the prop cast mm. subscribe to that. Any other, any other feeds we want to plug real quick. We got room for one more. Well, you mentioned the NHL, you mentioned the prop cast. 
And, I'm just uh, saying we can give college football experience. Oh, Shout out to Colby. Wow, look at you giving Colby Even, a ball. Well, Get Colby, married. Colby's cranking out uh, podcasts on his honeymoon, so yeah. I, I feel like his poor wife. The first day they're married, she's watching like uh, Tuesday night football. App State. So uh shout out to Colby playing through the the uh you know, I mean he's he went on a hell of a road trip, still cranking out the episode. So kudos to Colby. Yeah. Follow uh the college experience. Get get in over there. And I guess we should say if you're betting the MLB playoffs, MLB gambling podcast. So let's go. NBA gambling podcast coming back. Ooh. Sean, we have a lot of podcasts. You gotta subscribe to them all. That's yeah, the real Well, key. the easy way is just how much do you love me? How much do you love me? How much do you oh, love Moon? Oh, and That's here the real comes uh, here comes Boston Capper. <laughs> what am I, the black sheep? Oh, here A we go. Golf gambling <laughs> podcast, of course. Wow, you didn't mention my podcast. All right, should we start, Sean? <laughs> we will. Uh, let's get into it. And of course, download that app, man. And and fantasy football as well. We got it all. Download the app so you never miss a show. We got all the uh, pods on there. I was just a guest on the Three Dog Thursday with our man TJ. So uh, so much fun content. All right, let's get into it. Before we do, shout out PropSwap.com. Baseball playoffs are here. Head over to PropSwap.com. They're trying to double your money, aka, you know, not only do you get the best odds by buying and selling real sports bets, you can hedge out. Maybe you got a nice little. Uh, maybe you got the Dodgers to win the NL over at the win. You got that nice ticket. You want to list it over at PropSwap.com. Very easy to use. Very easy to cash because you don't need your bets to win. You just need them to improve. In value and you're good to go. Propswap.com promo code S G P L F G Ryan. Let's get to it. And you know, by the way, bonding opportunity with you and the wife. It's like shopping. You can take oh, okay. take her shopping. Does uh, does have an eBay vibe? Too. Yeah, they they understand that getting a good deal. Uh, maybe they can plug honey into it. That that would really get the chicks going. <laughs> Thursday night football. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers laying seven in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Plus two fifty on the money line for the Eagles at home, prime time, minus three hundred for the Bucks. Fifty two and a half is the total. Wow, Sean. I really miss the dog sound effect most right now. I, I, I can't I I'm not gonna disgrace DMX with that. But I well I was gonna let you go first with one one little note here, Sean. Everyone is talking about wow. How is anyone going to stop this Bucks team? That secondary, the way these receivers are dialed in, this is a horrible matchup for the Eagles. It is. I it, here's what we have going for us. The strength of the team right now is Javon Hargrave okay. and, and Fletcher Cox playing. I mean, Javon Hargrave Ryan is leading the league in sacks, and of course, he's an interior defensive tackle. How do you beat Tom Brady? Interior pressure. That's actually the strength of this Eagles team. You also got Tom Brady dealing with a little bit of a thumb issue. Ooh, could be could be a little uh, loose ball handling. Brady 0 and 10 against the spread the last 10 games. How do we make fun of Kirk Cousins for not delivering on prime time when Tom Brady? Against the spread, almost as he's the Kirk Cousins ATS Eagles. Meanwhile, Thursday night they're dialed in. They've won seven in a row on Thursday night. They haven't won a game yet, a home game at the link since the pandemic. They are due, and really matchup wise, here, here's the case for the Eagles and the Eagles on the money line. No Levante David. I I, I think that is huge. Of course, it looks like uh, Dallas Goddard won't be playing. He's on the COVID list. But I, I think Zach Ertz, veteran Zach Ertz, has a nice game. No Antonio Winfield. They're also missing a couple of their cornerbacks. Quez Watkins, and we'll get to him on the props. 
I think uh, I think he has a good game. And Ryan, we've mentioned uh, John Gruden resigning from the Raiders, but now there's drama heating up Uh-oh. down in Tampa Bay Uh-oh. as the the Bucks decide to remove John Gruden from the Ring of Honor, and everyone says, "Oh, we have." The, the Ring of Honor. What about Warren Sapp? Uh-oh. He's been arrested for assault, soliciting prostitutes, mm-hmm. a number of other uh, this is all true. issues. Why oh. shouldn't they take Warren Sapp now? So now you have the players dealing with that headache. That's got a even you know a weak-minded guy like Tom Brady. That's got to throw him off his game. I I bet the public is all over Tampa Bay. I'm looking at the cash right now. Fifty-two percent on the Eagles plus seven, but the tickets seventy-one percent. So. Joe Q public have fun laying seven with a road favorite on Thursday night. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you touched on the important things I, I, th- I think, and that's Tom Brady. Uh, you said tenant, you went back even to his time on the Patriots uh, six Oh and six with the bucks in prime time. And you remember last season, my giants uh, covered against them. I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of reasons to say they're going to win the game, but they're not going to cover. I, you know, Ryan, I, I remember another game not too long ago when everyone said, there's no way you can stop Tom Brady. There's no way, not in a Super Bowl, not with a subpar quarterback across the other side. Nick Foles, Jalen Hurts, Ryan, they have one thing in common huge dicks. No, they're both no. Uh, great Eagles quarterbacks. Let's go, baby. Come on. Uh, and the, the one last thing, even if you get out of the primetime realm, uh, when laying double digits, uh, the Bucks are two and zero ATS. When they're not laying double digits, they're zero and three against the spread. So, uh, I'm going to lean home dog here, Sean. Oh no! I'm going to take. What do you mean? Oh no! <laughs> Have you seen my picks lately? I'm clawing out above five hundred last week. Come on, I was you, ten five and one. I, I I I can talk some shit. And the last thing I'll say is Bruce Arians, on top of having to coach a team on short rest, you know what he's doing this week. He's doing media around mm. a large donation he made to Virginia Tech, helping to churn up some donations because a lot of people, a lot of hokies like myself, have said "fuck Fuente" and maybe stop donating. Bruce Arians doing something that's nothing to do with football. Uh, I, I love the angle, and I think Tom Brady, the Philly, is in Tom Brady's head. I think one of the few places that legitimately uh, will be in his head. Uh, and I like your thumb angle. Because there's if there's one thing I love, I love when pressure goes right up the middle. Yep. And you're gonna see Tom Brady's hand at a helmet. That's my premonition. Yeah. Here. And maybe we're gonna be talking about how this Well, pl- and Derek Barnett, he recovered that fumble in the uh in the in the Super Bowl. Maybe he is a little bit of magic. And uh Sheba Mania on YouTube pointing out big game for Kenny Gainwell. I, I do think Kenny Gainwell is the other guy I think could have a really good matchup because if you know Levante David um, the Eagles, for whatever reason, don't like running the ball, which is which is good against the Bucks because that's their strength defensively. Sean, I just had a thought. Should we just give out our props now? So uh, if you're listening Thursday night, oh yeah, you're right. Okay, that's fair. I feel like that's a, a I mean, that's a gift for the listeners. Yes. Uh, let's do it. We don't have to overthink it, but uh, let's let's go. All right, give out your uh, give out your props. First one, Jalen Hurts over 13 and a half longest rush. Ooh. Uh, I I mean I don't know I watch enough of the Eagles games uh, by choice or because you're you're sitting next to me and it just seems like I don't I don't see how he's not going to do this with the way that secondary has been playing and with the way that that team can get after the quarterback a little bit so I like him to pop a long run I'm also uh, I know you said you like Quez yeah 
I'm gonna fade him here under two and a half receptions. Okay. Uh, just kind of hunch that he, you know maybe he has a big play. I don't know if he gets three catches. And the last prop I'm gonna give out is Godwin to score anytime mm. and Bucks win the game plus two ten. He's got a twenty five percent target share in the red zone, but only two touchdowns. So perhaps a little regression here. Okay, for me, Quez Watkins over receiving yards. I I oh. I didn't want to touch Ooh. the catches. What, what is it? It's forty one and a half. Okay, that he's could be been one over catch. that uh, a number of games, and yeah, he seems to be the deep threat. They have trouble on the back end. They're banged up pretty thin. So I like that opportunity. Kenny Gainwell over 23 and a half receiving yards. Again, uh, he seems to be more and more a part of the offense. They trust him to be out there on third down. Uh, final uh, yeah. prop here Miles Sanders under 64 and a half rushing and receiving yeah. yards. I mean, as Miles Sanders fantasy owners, I, I don't, it, <sighs> I don't understand it. I mean, I think he heard his case running out of bounds twice when they were trying to run the clock out. So I don't think he's a big part of the game. I don't think they're going to rush the ball a bunch. And if they do, I don't think they'll have much success. Um, and he seems to like, I, I think they're going to favor Gainwell more in, in the receiving uh, aspect as well. I hate to take uh, under a Miles Sanders. I think he's a talented guy. I don't know if it's the offense or something he's doing. Whatever, it's just not a good match right now with Sirianni. So that's where I'm at. What about first touchdowns, Ryan? You are the first touchdown god. Yeah. So give uh, us some mana. Obviously, from the heavens. people have figured out the formula by now. Uh, when I have, when we have a rushing quarterback, that's a that's a chalkier option. I'm going to look to go down the board. So give me Jalen Hurts at twelve to one. Which again, that seems like much like when I hit Josh Allen at twelve or fourteen to one, whatever it was last week. The price seems a little bit too nice for Jalen Hurts, a guy that is obviously yeah. one of their threats. And number two, I thought about going Zach Hurts here, mm. but I went Kenny Gainwell. Yep, twenty to one. I'm on both these: yeah. Jalen Hurts and Kenny Gainwell. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, give me Tampa Bay, aka Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, thirty-five P to one. Let's go, Pi. Uh, he sneaks it in, and then again, the twenty-five percent target share in the red zone. Uh, Godwin is the guy I'm going to play a little chalkier, but 10 to one. Yeah. I have all those except uh, instead of Godwin, I have Zach Hertz in there at 16 to one, Ooh, three Eagles. I like it. Bold three Eagles, one, one uh, buck. And that buck of course is Tom Brady. But uh, yeah, I mean at 35 to one, he gets the goal line looks and our goal line defense hasn't been bad. So I could definitely see them getting close and not getting in. And then him uh, pulling the QB sneak and, and Hertz is I mean, it's coming off two rushing touchdowns. I forget what the prop was that I gave out for the season. I think it might have been five and a half over rushing touchdowns. It was uh, it was relatively low, at least for uh, for the ceiling. I thought he had, and everyone gave me shit for being a homer, saying Jalen Hurts would be the number one fantasy football quarterback right now, number three overall in fantasy points, and he was a guy you could get in the eighth or ninth round. So hopefully, winning some of you guys your leagues. My DJ's only prop. Quez Watkins to have a hundred receiving yards and a touchdown and Eagles to win 42 to one. Let's go, baby. I not I mean, a bad correlated. It. I, I gave out almost the same thing. I think uh, for the uh, Monday night game and uh, against the Cowboys. And he had a very good game that time. I mean, he's already had one hundred yard game. He should have had a touchdown on that um, on that 97 or like 91 yard catch. So he has, I mean, even in the Dallas game, he was two for 46. Like he's, he's really doing well with the deep ball. I mean, he's averaging 20 yards a catch. 
him to get a hundred yards. He could do that in three or four catches. So um, we'll see. Let's go, baby. I go thought, birds. I thought about playing uh, a DJ angle that uh, involved Tom Brady handing the ball off a lot because his thumb hurt. But I, I then I thought about it. Maybe that's even worse for a bad thumb. So I have a DJ offering uh, for both sides. If you like the Eagles, Zach Ertz to score two touchdowns is fourteen to one. Hmm. If you like the Bucks, I'm going back to the Godwin angle. He gets a hundred yards, two touchdowns, twelve to one. Uh, you know, nothing crazy, but. Both could hit Sean. D D bet is pointing out that Brady did throw for 411 and five touchdowns with his hurt thumb. Well, That's true. Some wasn't hurt the entire game, but uh, you're right. I mean, it is Brady, but hey, you get it injured, it, it starts swelling the next couple of days, and you can't really get your full practice because of your thumb and the short week and the travel. It's uh, if you want to watch what this game is going to be like, regression. watch the Giants Bucks game from last year. Watch that. No, watch the Bears uh Bucks game from last year, the Thursday night where Brady was holding up the four and had no idea that they were they that it was fourth down and complete, you know, got outdueled once again by Nick Foles. Yeah. Great times. All right. Let's head out to London. Six thirty AM, Sean, and the people of London. Let's go. They get our finest football teams, the Miami Dolphins and the return of Tua. They're uh, laying three. Against the London Jags, Jags plus one fifty-five, Dolphins minus one seventy-five. Forty-six and a half is the total. I don't know. Like my handicap of this game goes this far. Brian Flores looks like an organized, very organized coach. Yep, comes from the Belichick tree. Probably uh, prepared, if nothing else. Urban Meyer, does he even have his return ticket? <laughs> what, what, like? How do you take the Jags? I, I understand the Jags are the home team in London. Yeah, but How- come on, there's there's not much of a home uh, thing going on there. Brian Flores, I, I don't know if he's done uh, any London trips before, but they they seem like a a quality organization. End of uh, end of my point about Tua sucking. Uh, Tua looks like he's going to play this game. The line hasn't moved. It's been stuck at three, even three and a half. It's got that down from three and a half to three. Which is crazy considering how everyone's like Tua is so good. Tua is probably better than Brissett at this point, as much as it pains me to say it. I I, I just don't. Now the Dolphins' defense did look really bad, uh, but that was against the Bucks. That game kind of got away from them. I, I feels just feels like you can throw out. I just think game. a young team, rookie quarterback, going to London. They have a bunch of issues. I mean, I I think Miles Gaskin will be able to get his, and the Jaguars—they're missing two offensive linemen. So again, Dolphins don't have an amazing pass rush, but I I, I think I think they will be able to get enough heat on this uh, on this Jags offense. Jags are forty-seven and eighty-nine against the spread against non-divisional opponents since two thousand and eight. So they have a history of being really really horrible. Someone pointed out the stat last year. Um, that uh, after they won that game against the Colts, started out the season one and zero. They tweeted out, "Not done yet," and they have lost every game since. Twenty-one game or no, sorry, twenty games in a row. Maybe they're due for a win. I, I I'm kind of looking at it the uh, the opposite way. I I just think this Dolphins team is actually due for a win. I mean, they they have some talent. I think you can create a clean game plan with Tua. Very simple stuff. And I just I think Brian Flores is a much better coach, so I think coaching matters in a game like this. I mean, it, it, it's easy to forget because you hate Tua, but Tua did be, like to, Brian Flores and Tua beat Bill Belichick. 
Uh, and they, the, the, the one game that Tua played, uh, they won that game. Yeah. He played in the second game and they were getting their ass beat, uh, but we, maybe we need to accept that Brissett isn't that good. And Tua is going to be an upgrade and that it, it relatively crazy to think that the dolphins are just three points better than this Jags team. Again, are, are we back to talking about how the Jags are a six and a half win total team? Like, why is this not a bigger number <laughs> at a minimum? Why is this not three and a half? I kind of like to, I like to to have a decent game in this spot against the soft defense. Uh, quick nugget about the Tottenham Hotspur stadium. The overs three and O all time. So Ooh. something to, to notice there. I mean, bottom line, this Jags team is bad. They are zero and five. They are desperate, but they're one and four against the spread, which means they're even underperforming that. And the dolphins, again, coming back to the organization of Brian Flores, 12 and six against the spread in their last 18 road games. They travel well. That's the sign of a team that's organized. I think they're going to be very prepared for this trip. And I just don't think urban Meyer is And the last thing. The Jags have a look ahead spot to a bye week. A bye week where they can tell mm. Urban Meyer, why don't you just stay in London, bro? You <laughs> think is. Urban Meyer's looking ahead I mean, to if, something? If you looks, think he's got some travel plans? Maybe a trip to Columbus? I mean, maybe we, a trip to Southern California? We mentioned it when we when I locked up the Titans that players and coaches and coaches. It's one thing to lose some of the players, but when you lose your other coaches yeah. said they're surprised that urban Meyer is still in charge. That's a, that's, you know, that's the reddest flag of all red flags. I'll never forget uh, when the giants won the super bowl against Tom Brady, when they were undefeated, uh, no big deal. They went to London and in the uh, documentary they do for the, the, the super bowl winning team, Tom Bray or uh, Tom Coughlin kind of talked about how much of a shit show that London trip is. Yeah. And so boy, and, and just a last nugget, Miami opting out of the buy next week. So mm. they will be playing something, something to be aware of. All right, let's head to normal times, 10 AM on the West coast, Houston heads to Indy coming off that Monday night football game. Carson Wentz didn't look half bad. Sean Indy minus 10 minus four fifty on the money line Texans plus three sixty. 43 is the total Davis mills looking like at least one of the top three rookie quarterbacks so far. Uh, This is a massive spread for Carson Wentz. Is it not like I understand, Yeah, but is this just the game they, they roll because the Texans are now banged up this Texans. I don't think that I think this indie defense, I mean, for DFS, I took Jonathan Taylor and I took this indie defense for a reason. I think this is a bad matchup and it's, it's, it feels like one of those matchups that can get out of hand and Houston's never going to, never going to be able to crawl back because it's, of cer- the it's certainly possible, but I, I don't think you can make Wentz a, a 10 point favorite. I mean, they're going to, they're going to sit back in a soft zone. He's going to dink and dunk, but he, it's tough to like light it up uh, against the Texans. And I, I one mean, in five ATS, the Texans are against the Colts in their last six. Yeah. I mean, th- th- I feel like that's a completely different Colts yeah. and Texans team. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just don't it was think a much better Texans. I, team. I just, I mean, the Colts are, uh, the Colts are a one win team and they're a 10 point favorite in that a division crazy. game. <laughs> that's relatively crazy. And they're coming off a short week. They played in overtime that, <laughs> and, and they got insanely banged up Darius Leonard not practicing Xavier Rhodes, not practicing rock. Yasin not practicing. I mean, these are core parts of this Colts defense and uh, someone on Twitter, Elliot shore parks had this take. I'm so jealous of it, but Carson Wentz is Sam Bradford 2.0. Never been so much more so jealous of someone's take Ryan really nailed it. Uh, but I, I, I just think this Texans team is not horrible. And I think 
Davis Mills against this Colts defense, I think can can kind of do some stuff. We'll see. I mean, the Colts let up 400 yards passing against Lamar Jackson and and Lamar certainly has been passing better, but I think Davis Mills can hang. It's just a, this is a division game, a 10-point spread seems crazy for a one-win team. Yeah, and I I think I think last week last week's games maybe are altering you too. I I just think this. I think Belichick was playing with his food last week a little bit. Maybe he was maybe he was looking ahead to Dallas big game. I and I think we maybe got a little too excited. I think this Colts team gets up early and they smash it down. I'm going to lay the points. Cra- it, it, crazy. It's, to, it's possible, but I mean, I, I I'm going to I'm going to stick with our Texans. Side. I think we need to monitor the Texans. They they are 3 and 2 against the spread right now. Sean. Yeah. I don't know if they finish 60% against the spread this year. Uh, because they it, seem like the kind of like no one believes in this Texans team, right? Dan, so I I think they're going to keep catching big numbers. Davis Mills two pick sixes in this game. Green Bay. Has Who's going to gonna return them? They don't have any cornerbacks. Green Bay heads to Chicago, where the Bears are catching five at home, plus one eighty-five on the money line. Green Bay minus two twenty. Forty-five is the total. Uh, Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, twenty and five all time, uh, fifty-five touchdowns. Just. He is a dominant force in this rivalry. Um, you can always be like, "Oh yeah, let's uh, let's take the points with the home dog here." Let's. Uh, let. I think there's going to be Packers fans in the house. Uh, twenty and seven in their last twenty-seven uh, against the Bears. Seventeen and five in their last twenty-two trips to Chicago to Soldier Field. I. This, it's just a lopsided rivalry, and sometimes you just need to get out of the way. And don't overthink it. Uh, they they've covered the last two years. They they've gone in here, won the game. Uh, I like the Bears. No, you don't. I do. Oh. I like the Bears a lot. I, I think the mm. uh, Packers are still struggling. You know, I, I I do think Aaron Rodgers gets up for this game, but you know, the Bears defense has really come along now. I against two. <sighs> I mean, you want me to look up the Bears schedule? Yeah, no, I'm I mean, just pointing out they played the you know are, are the Raiders a great team with the, with the Gruden shit going on? No, like but they I, they they held them to six points or nine points on the road. They held the Lions to 14 points. Uh, you know, even that Browns game I think was a pretty good defensive performance. Held the Bengals to 17 points. I, I think the Brown the Bears in particular cornerback uh, Jalen Johnson he's looking really good. I mean, there's there's comparisons with. Him and and Peanut Tillman, I, I think they're gonna be able to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers, still dealing with some issues there. And then Noah Alexander on the back end for the Packers. I think Bill Lazor being the play caller, no. they've they've created some simple stuff for this Bears team. They're gonna be able to move the ball against Green Bay. I'm very confident in that. And I, I think this is a field goal game. Yeah, I I'm no, I'm not I I don't think the Bears defense is going to slow down the Packers as much as you think, and I don't think Justin Fields is going to be able to keep up. Uh, I can't. Well, I don't. I don't think this game is a shootout. I think this is going to be a twenty-eight, I, I know twenty-four you do. And, time type game. And, and I guess twenty-four, twenty-one. I don't see how the Bears are getting twenty-one points. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have to run the ball, and I just don't see it. I don't see it. Like maybe against the Raiders, that's one thing. This Packers team's a different animal, and it's Aaron Rodgers. Again, this he covers in this rivalry. He gets he takes care of business. And just come on, Sean. Justin Field's still trash. All right, we, we're it's just, just your it's just your hatred of Justin Field blinding you. 
Kansas City heads to Washington where the football team plus 260 on the money line, minus 320 for the Chiefs. 55 and a half is the total. The Chiefs would be a closure eye special this week, Sean. Fun fact. Wow. Uh, if they and, were getting points. And the number didn't even, the look ahead was six and a half. So uh, at some point, three and 13 over their last 16 games, that's a full season, Sean. Uh, at what point do we say this team just isn't is overvalued. And if we're not even getting a bump from them getting blown out, the line went up, they got blown out last week and the line went up. Cause everyone's like, well, they're not going to lose again. How many weeks in a row? <laughs> now he's five. I mean, they're just not covering there. There's something going on here. Their defense is, is leaky as hell. Uh, Kansas city, non-conference road spot here. And then they have Tennessee on deck. But who whose defense is worse, the Chiefs or the the Washington Football Team? Because the Washington Football Team just got carved up by Jameis Winston. Um, it's true, and, and you know, just watching that defense and, and the way they were getting beat deep, this to me, I think, feels a lot like the Eagles game, where it, it's going to be a high scoring affair. Going to throw them out, and you know, they didn't stop the Chiefs one time. The Eagles defense, and it feels like this Washington team. Is in a is in a similar spot. I mean, I just don't see Tyree Kill being guardable at all. <sighs> and you know, I I think they are due for a blowout win on the road. Yeah, I, I it, to me it just feels very similar to the Eagles game, where the Washington it'll feel like a game early, but then eventually Washington won't be able to just by their own ineptitude won't be able to you know keep pace with scoring every possession. I do like uh, Heineke uh, in DFS. Cause I think it's going to be a high scoring affair. I think this is uh this is one of the highest scoring games of the slate. I mean, and the total reflects that 55 and a half. I don't think there's going to be any defense here and yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning KC minus seven at some point you just have to admit the markets off, but people are still running into that wall. So out of principle, I'm going to take the points here. Uh, I, I'm taking the the football team. I mean, even look at the money distribution right now. You see 80% of the tickets, but only half the cash on the Chiefs. Uh, three and 13 against the spread, Sean. Like, th- like they might win the game. They're probably going to win the game. Like great teaser spot. Yeah. I just I can't. I I don't know how Andy Reid can- knows how to take down the football team, Ryan. Knows how to head in there, get business. I, I, mean, I think they're going to be. I think they have a serious chip on their shoulder. And the, it, to me, it's just it's almost the exact same setup as the Eagles game. They're coming off a loss. They're going to the East Coast to play an NFC's team. They're seven point favorites. It feels like good value for the home dog, but it's just not. Yeah, except for they just got their ass kicked. That's a little different. No, maybe. I know, and I I think that fires them up even maybe more. You're right, Ryan. You like the sp- you like sports, right, Ryan? You're a sports guy. You like the stock market. Who doesn't like adding some gambling to the uh, stock market? And uh, you can kind of combine both here with Prediction Strike. That's right. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. I uh, I got my uh, Prediction Strike account going right now. I got Kenny Gainwell. Bought some shares of Kenny Gainwell coming into this uh, Thursday night matchup. I think he's going to go up in value, and even Dawson Knox, who was his Ooh. price was a little high, but I still think he, I think that he has a very high ceiling just because because of that Bills offense. Uh, my free athlete share. If you deposit twenty dollars, you get a free athlete share. Uh, got Taysom Hill, so not off to a great start with my free random. Can you uh, give it back? 
my free random share. He's in the concussion protocol. So uh, maybe you guys will get a little bit more lucky with the athlete you receive, but it, it's a lot of fun buying and selling over at prediction strike. Use the promo code SGP and get that free athlete share. All you have to do is deposit $20 again. Super fun. Uh, indeed, Ryan. Speaking of super fun, I was just up in uh, Northern California, Humboldt, for a comedy festival, aka the birthplace of weed. And I was, uh, you know, I wish I had the bovine sound drop, but again, freeze pipe. Oh man, it's uh, it's really cool. If you're a, if you're a weed smoker, you know, normally you put some like ice in your bong. Instead, they have this uh, this really sweet. Uh, uh, setup. It's it's glycerin. It's a glycerin chamber. You freeze it. You just put it in the freezer, and then you know you take the hits and uh, super smooth, very clean look. And uh, if you use the promo code SGP, get ten percent off your next order at thefreezepipe.com. Promo code SGP. Ryan, we put this out on Twitter. Boston Capper spreading the word. Uh, mentioned tagged one of his buddies, and the guy was. So so happy with the product he bought, he called in and left a testimonial, uh, audio testimonial, completely unprompted. So this is a customer testimonial for thefreezepipe.com. Hey folks, just want to do a quick testimonial for thefreezepipe.com. <laughs> so my name's Pete. Uh, my boy Boston Capper tagged me in a tweet a couple weeks ago. He's like, "Hey bro, you got to check this website out." So as a avid medical marijuana user. I uh, went on, liked what I saw, loved the reviews, and ended up ordering the freeze pipe bong as well as the freeze pipe itself. Uh, got myself a nice bundle deal, got myself some free shipping as well as a discount with the SGPN uh, discount code. So I uh, can't tell you how much I recommend this site. So folks, go on and check it out. What I love is that as a medical marijuana user and as somebody that struggles with asthma, I could take the hits that I'm used to taking that I want to take and don't have to worry about coughing for five to 10 minutes after. So get on and check it out, folks. Uh, it's thefreezepipe.com and use the promo code SGPN. Get yourself a discount like I did. And, uh, you know, you'll be happy with the results just like I am. All right, Pete, uh, appreciate mean- it. Well, and in classic pothead fashion, he did mess up the promo code. It is SGP, but I reached out to freeze pipe and I said, can you also make it SGPN just in case someone hears the ad and accidentally types in SGPN. So wow. congrats to Pete for his, uh, his new smooth uh, bong purchase. Well, that's cool. Well, good to see we're helping DGENs out. Yes, you know? exactly. And, and again, Pete is not a doctor and whatever medical claims he makes <laughs> about, about his asthma. Take with the, take with a grain of salt for Pete. All right, let's get to it. Kramer. What else we got? All right. Minnesota, the Vikings, Kirk cousins heads to the road to take on the Panthers who are a one point home dog plus 100 on the money line minus minus one twenty for the Vikings. 46 and a half is the total. I mean, this is one that I, you know, I, I made the literal uh, dash to the the counter and, and got down on it because the wrong team's favored here. Now you might, you might be seeing a minus one at your book. The, this, this is minus three. I don't know why this isn't minus three. Yeah. That was, that was uh, a unclear to me, like is two it, pretty even teams. And why would Carolina not be minus three? I, I guess I don't understand the line. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, they say is true. 50, 50 seems like he's going to play. 
I, I think Dalvin Cook probably doesn't play. They, they have a bye coming up. They probably just run Madison again, who's looked pretty good. I mean, Cook practiced today for what it's worth. Okay. So maybe they get Cook back, but like, I don't think it makes a huge difference, Cook or Madison. I, and and I think this Panthers team is is pretty solid. They they let that game get away from them against the Eagles. They had a blocked punt. They had three interceptions and only lost the game by three points. Like I, I don't know. I, I I think they could clean up a lot of that and, and be in a pretty good spot. I mean, we're picking this as Carolina plus one. I Vikings. I just haven't seen anything out of them that would warrant them being a road uh, favorite here. Yeah, and I'm 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 not sure why. Like. To me, it, it, this should at a minimum ca- all right, make it Carolina minus two and a half. Yeah, it should be Carolina minus three. And, and honestly, I think you look at the game last week and the Eagles kind of pulled one out. Uh, the, I mean, there's, you know, Carolina probably wins that game, you know, more times than not in the simulations. And so, kind of a strange situation here. Meanwhile, what what happened with Minnesota? They won like a a thriller against the Lions. So yeah, this, this, this game, ha- it reeks to me, uh, but I'm taking Carolina Sean. Quick thing to note, Minnesota also with a look ahead spot, you know, Zimmer has got a big hunting plan vacation plan for the bye week which is coming up next week. Any chance uh, Zimmer's distracted by the, uh, the meat he's going to be pounding on his hunting <laughs> trip next week. Gonna mount a couple more trophies above the uh, mantle. No, yeah. I, I, I just don't get why, you know, I mean, dome team outdoors, getting a little humid out there. I, Vikings man. two and 10 against the spread in their last 12 oh, on the road or just overall on the road. Okay. Yeah. Cause they used to be a, a really solid, especially at home. Actually that might be overall. In that spaceship, they are really good ATS. Uh, so, I, but man, this just feels like a great bounce back game for the Panthers. Honestly, it feels like the kind of game we're gonna like. We don't like something we don't know, but I don't know what it is. Like, is it McCaffrey? Because honestly, it seems like he's gonna play. And, and Chuba, like if I had to bet, he's gonna play. Chuba had a solid game. He's he's no Christian McCaffrey. I mean. I would probably peg him like 70, 80% Christian McCaffrey. I think if you're looking at the injury report, you're favoring the Panthers. So I, this is again, I don't quite understand this line. Maybe I should be scared of it, but definitely in the lock conversation, chargers head to Baltimore coming off that Monday night, win, laying three minus one fifty five on the money line chargers plus one thirty five, fifty one and a half is the total. This is a tricky one because it seems like just like Cleveland kind of has the right type of offense to really put it to uh, the chargers and be able to run the ball against them. It seems like this chargers team isn't fucking around and we like them. We always like them better on the road. Yep. Uh, and yeah. Harbaugh probably has the coaching edge, but I mean, <laughs> you know, obviously lots to like with what Staley's doing with yeah. the way they're playing the game, playing to win the game you know, probably a rare spot where Harbaugh doesn't have a clear advantage and just straight up game decision-making. And so I don't really want to start fading this chargers team right now. They're four and one against the spread. No. Yeah. And they, and they keep kind of figuring it out, keep pulling it out. And they do bad against teams that have really good running backs. But I, I think Lamar, they'll be able to, they have an athletic enough ends in, in Bosa that I think they'll be and and Derwin James as well. I, I think Derwin James, if Mark Andrews is giving them some trouble, they can put Derwin James on him. And I think maybe Derwin James even spies Lamar a little bit. Lamar has been beating people 
through the air. And with the exception, and even that Cleveland game, like they let up a ton of points and Baker had a good game, but really it was because they were just getting um, they're running so well with Chubb and hunt and stuff like that. And, and that's not really this Ravens game. Plus Lamar is coming off a career game. I, I think we can fade that a little bit. And really the turnovers, like Lamar is an interesting case study. Cause he's looked probably the best he's ever has in his career throwing the ball. And certainly a big part about of uh, why the Ravens have the record that they have, but he's been loose with the ball, even in that chiefs game uh, turnovers. It's true. Uh, he's fumbled a number of times. He he fumbled twice in the in the Raiders game. Probably cost him that game. Almost fumbled. A, he fumbled once on the goal line and almost fumbled a second time. This Chargers team, I, I think, can really get some turnovers, and I think that's going to be the difference in the game. That's why I think they're an interesting DFS defense as well. They're like twenty five hundred on DraftKings. I, I I think defensive touchdown could be in the works for the Chargers. Are they, I mean, they're they're also like they're doing what the chief, what people expected the Chiefs to to do, which yeah. is have the best offense in the division. Uh, it Rashad Bateman, uh, Nick Fortune on YouTube's asking, will Rashad Bateman suit up? I think he will, just because he was so close to uh, suiting up last week. But again, what can we expect out of him? You know, I, just coming back from injury, a rookie. Uh, is he going to have a major impact? I I still like the cornerbacks uh, we got going for the. Chargers. I just don't think that I, I know that Staley is like a smart defensive mind and and clearly he knows what he's doing, but I don't think their their team is built to stop the Ravens. I think it's built to stop the Bills and Chiefs, and so that it could it could be just one of these weird matchup games. I'm still I'm on the Chargers as well. Like the, just they're they're covering machines right now, so I don't want to be in the way of that. Yeah, Cincinnati. Has, I mean, Herbert looks really good. And he's one of those guys. Uh, last drive of the game, and he has the ball. You just feel confident rest he's going to get it done. Rest of career, right now, Herbert versus Mahomes. Who taken? Well, the Chargers are cursed. So uh, no, no, you're, you're oh, starting the as franchise a, as a as a quarterback, a fresh franchise. Oh man, Herbert's that good. That yeah, you're I mean, about. I would think about it. I would still go Mahomes, but it's certainly worth a thought. Herbert's young. Yeah, and he's just got that. I mean, again. Uh, Anything no. I would say sounds like almost a negative to Mahomes, and you can't really uh, talk that shit about Mahomes. But Mahomes has been turning it over this year. He's been a little sloppy. So that's funny because he, he he will quickly turn into whiny little bitch if things <laughs> don't go his way. Like his his fun little flips. All of a sudden, I can't wait for Lamar. The no, 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 Mahomes. Like if, oh. if he has sustained uh, mediocrity, people are going to start talking about his mechanics. Like. Uh, uh, God damn it! Who, flip passes who, who and no look passes. Who came on our show and told us he'd love to get his hands on on? Uh, oh, got him playing. Fucking Jeff Blake, quarterback. Jeff Blake, there we go. Right. Hey, he was on to something. All right, Bengals head to Detroit, mm. where the Lions are three and a half point home dogs, plus one sixty on the money line. Bengals minus one eighty. Forty eight and a half is the total. This is a great spot, Sean. This is classic, uh, experienced handicapping Sherpa one hundred and one. The Bengals were in a great spot last week to bet on them, so we bet on them, and now they're in a great spot to fade them here. I know, Sean, uh, you might have a take on why uh, Detroit is dangerous, but I think Cincinnati, with a look ahead to Baltimore, yeah, in a sleepy non-conference spot here against the lowly Detroit Lions, who look the coach is crying. There's passion. If nothing else, you know they're going to have effort. They've played every game at home close. Goff has looked. Somewhat decent at home, and this Bengals team is not as good as their record suggests. I'll say that. 
And last thing I'll say is, uh, you know, what what's a throat <laughs> contusion do for you? Yeah, I mean, he uh, Joe Burrow's on voice rest. That's got to impact your your practice week if you're if you're not supposed to talk. And uh, you know, they're getting three and a half points. This is the classic thing where like, I like the points, but I'm scared of the money line. Cause the, the lions, I mean, they, they've lost two games with 50 plus yard field goals at the end of the game, Why are we getting which is like never happened. I mean, they lost by two points to the Vikings and two points by the Ravens. And th- this feels a lot like the Ravens game where the Ravens were clearly looking ahead. They were coming off that big KC win and just took them for granted. I am worried a little bit about the the Lions passing offense because they you know they lost Quintez Cephas. They're I'm just worried they're gonna be able they're really gonna struggle to move the ball. Hawk is dealing with a hamstring. He seems a little bit hobbled out there. That is a concern. And even the, you know, who can cover Jamar Chase on this Lions team? I, I don't I don't know. You're worried that square sharp. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Lay the three and a half, take the two and a half. A lot of principles here. Jared Goff, is he looking ahead to his revenge spot in Los Angeles next week or at home against the the Rams next week? Oh, really? They're, that's the Rams are next week. That that's a thing. Uh, I just think this is a like I think the the Bengals just played a heartbreaker against the Packers. They now head to the road and next week they have Baltimore, the the top dog in their division. They don't get up for this game. Give me the Lions. Yeah, I'll take it. I I don't want to put it in the card, but it does feel like really? a field goal game. You're worried. You're worried a little bit. Yeah, because I, I it's the same spot. It's the same reason we took Cincy last week. For me, it's the same handicapping situation. Yeah, no, I get that, but um, and I, we saw. I, it, I, right? I'm just a little worried about the Lions injuries. Got that's it. my biggest concern. Uh, last early game, the Rams coming off Thursday night football, big win over uh, Russ took him out for a little bit. They're heading to New York to take on the giants plus 400 on the money line for the giants Rams minus 10 minus 500 48 and a half is the total. I don't think Danny dimes has been ruled out yet. This look ahead was seven. <laughs> they moved it to 10. Yeah. Are they moving it to 10 because he's going to be out? If so, that's not enough points for my guy, Danny dimes, only three points to go down to Glennon disrespectful. Uh, are you laying the points here, Sean? I mean, I, I, my power rankings has it as it as a one point uh, difference between Danny times and Mike Glennon. Um, that's, that's, that's I mean, not true. the, you know, certainly what you're worried about is that the, you know, giants break off a play here or there. Um, but I, I just, the, the giants defense is really rough. The giants are very bad at home, even against the spread. And their entire team is injured. I mean, from like Saquon to all four receivers were on the injury report. I mean, looks like Tony will play, but now he has an ankle injury. I I think you know, even though Aaron Donald's a little banged up, looks like he's gonna play. Aaron Donald versus Mike Glennon. That's a matchup I'd I'd rather be on the Rams. I mean, the number is massive, but we've seen the Giants. I mean, they lost to the Falcons at home. Uh, so I, I think they're six very and, six and eighteen against the spread in their last twenty four at, at home. home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're really bad. Stafford um, look ahead uh, revenge spot. Sean McVay looking ahead to smash Jared Goff. So I'm looking at since twenty seventeen, they are the worst team against the spread in the NFL by a wide margin. The the Forty ers are thirteen twenty and one against the spread at home. Giants a four game difference all the way down to nine twenty four and one. 
They're covering at a 27.3% clip since 2017, aka the uh, boat trip year. Ryan. But Joe Judge really wants to fucking put Sean McVay in a physical locker. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he can he can have him run wind sprints. I mean, that's what I don't understand. That all these like soft tissue injuries, you think their conditioning would be top notch. Doesn't seem uh like it's uh like it's gonna be an issue. Oh, uh D Bet is saying Giants draft Spencer Rattler in twenty twenty two. Well, how would you take that, Ryan? I mean, Spencer Rattler is no longer starting on his own team. I don't I don't think <laughs> That seems like a bit of a stretch. So you're taking the Giants plus ten, right? So they played last year. Well, th- this is a little insight into the game. Uh, Eagles play Thursday night, and Ryan suggested putting the red zone on the main TV. That is an insight into your confidence for this game, Ryan. I mean, we might we can always switch to it. God's eye can be flexible. Uh, I think you would argue the Rams. I mean, again, they 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 played to an eight point game last year, low scoring. I think the Rams defense uh, will allow the giant. Here's my strange prediction: Jason Garrett rolls out with a bunch of two tight end bullshit, and they're able to run the ball, and they shorten the game, and they cover the ten points, and it's a gross win, or it's a, it's a, it's a gross loss, and I'm unhappy. And nothing ever good. Nothing good happens. And I'm just, I'm just switching to full veg vegetables, vegetables. <laughs> I'm going full soy boy. So you are, you are taking the ten. Yeah, I'm taking the ten. That's a dis a ten point home dog. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Danny Dimes might play. I think, Does that help? A concussed Danny Dimes. What is Danny Dimes base level? A concussed Danny Dimes helps or hurts the ten point cover? Because a non concussed Mike Glennon, you could make a case for him. No and, one get no and one. D Bettis pointing out, as I mentioned in the DFS show, Deshaun Jackson, 3,700. Throw him in your uh, DFS lineups. Very cheap. Massive upside. He's crushed that team before. Not afraid to do it again. Yeah. Everyone betting the Rams. Good luck. Ryan, you know what? Everyone's betting the Rams and uh, everyone's losing their hair. I know a lot of guys losing their hair. Nothing to be ashamed of. Keeps, they can help you hang on to their hair. Prevention is key. Of course, treatments can take four to six months uh, to see results. So get started fast. Tackle hair loss before hair loss tackles you. Don't fumble away those follicles. Those are slogans I just made up for free. That's how much I like keeps. Low cost treatments start at just 10 bucks per month and keeps uh they got these nice generic versions of of some of these uh, bigger name stuff. So it's uh, you know, save you a couple bucks there. More five star reviews than any of its competitors. Get started today. Just go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month free. That's right. First month free. Get you a taste. Keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month of treatment free. Keeps.com slash SGP. And of course, oddscrowd.com. They're back, baby. That's right. Uh, hopefully, you guys are in the season long NFL contest, the weekly NFL contest. We are doing the weekly SGPN contest. So Kramer, maybe you can pull up and uh, give people an update on the leaderboard with the odds crowd, but they also have a uh, NBA contest. They're launching. It's free fantasy betting contest. I mean, obviously, you know, you're picking all these games against the spread may as well, uh, you know, roll the dice and have a chance to win a bunch of cash. I won uh 2,500. Mm. Was it 2,500 in the uh, March madness contest? You're a lot dog. of fun. Uh, go to oddscrowd.com, sign up or, or download the odds crowd app to get started and uh, get in on that uh, NBA season long contest. Would you like to hear uh, who won the SGPN contest? Oh, I, w- I got the season long up first. Sweet. 
up 102 units. That's, oh my God. that's a heavy load of units. Uh, M Griff 26. And then we got, she wants the DJ. I'll see. I'm assuming that's Daniel Jones up 92 oh, units. I thought that was a, I thought that was a alluding to Colby and the fact that his, <laughs> uh, his old ex-girlfriend cheated on him with a DJ. <laughs> I assume it's Dan. And then uh sorry, third place, nine three one bets up eighty one units. Fourth place is only sixty seven units. So you have an opportunity, Sean. We're not out of it. Uh and then uh real quick, I will pull up the week five. I, I'm in too many competitions. I I come to this website and it's like, do you want to enter these contests? And it doesn't it doesn't cost any money. So of course Yeah, why would you not? And and what's really cool is you can set up your own contests. So if you if you're a real man, I want to do do like an ATS pool instead of like a dumb, just like straight up pick them. Ooh, with uh, a, they can get you covered there with a uh, fifty-four unit, fifty-four point four units of profit. Adam Beck, mm. absolutely dominant performance. I see some names I recognize. Uh, Danny Locks in seventh place. Ooh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. I I don't know where I ended up. We'll have to we'll we'll check back. I, do some research. I don't, that. I don't see you uh, that close to the top. You must not have played the right amount of units on those plays, Sean. Yeah. I had a, I had a good week. A good well, week. and you can do up to 10 units on the odds card. So honestly, I mean, 50 you, units a day too. So you 50 units a day, yourself. but I mean, you heard the NFL leader is a hundred units yeah. right now. So not crazy to uh, just hop back in and make a run at it. 10 units on a four to one dog. Let's go. Let's go late, uh, late afternoon kicks one Oh five on the West coast, Arizona, Cleveland, Browns are laying three here, minus one sixty on the money line. Cardinals plus one forty. Fifty is the total. Boy, the shoulder being a problem, uh, or just not being a hundred percent. Kyler, not a guy who can play through injuries. We learned that last year, and it really affected the way he played. Uh, I think that combined with the fact that I expect the Browns to be able to run the ball all over the Cardinals. Uh, this was a Cardinals team that let the Niners hang around, just really with only the threat of the run. So. Really like the matchup for the Browns. Don't love Baker. Uh, you don't have to sell me on why Baker uh, is is tough to back as a favorite, but I think honestly, Sean, this should not. This should, I'm doing it again. I told you I needed to quit fading the Cardinals, but I'm fading the Cardinals again. But mm. I, this, I almost think this number should be bigger. I think the pass rush is going to give Kyler some unique problems, and I think Cleveland's going to be able to run the ball. And I think it's going to be Kareem Hunt having a big day. I don't think it's going to be Nick Chubb having a big day. I don't think Baker's going to have to do anything to screw the game up. I think Cleveland has a nice, uh, a nice win here. Yeah, I mean the the injuries are kind of wild though for Cleveland. Now, I, I it seems like a lot of these guys will end up playing, but they yeah. didn't practice today on Wednesday. Nick Chubb calf, Kareem Hunt wrist knee, right tackle Jack Conklin knee, defensive end Jadavian Clowney elbow knee, Miles Garrett knee ankle. Tack McKinley ankle knee, tight end David Njoku knee, linebacker Malcolm Smith abdomen, and center J.C. Treader did not practice. On the Cardinals side, though, Chandler Jones late addition to the COVID list, uh, so he's not going to go. Man, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take Arizona because I I just keep fading Arizona to my own detriment. I got to learn, Ryan. I'm going cards here. The the three points for this Cleveland team in Cleveland. We just have to address these teams that have a horseshoe up their ass in Cleveland or sorry, Arizona clearly does uh, should be a good game, but I, I think, I don't know, man, there's just something not right about Cleveland's mojo. 
even with that massive day, he still wasn't able to get Baker going. I mean, I like your angle about them being able to pound the rock and, and that kind of being the difference, but I would make, I, I, I assume this would be three and a half. I understand that you're, you're probably getting the value because of the five and zero record. I just, Sean, remember what, what happened with Kyler with the shoulder last year? No, I know he's a baseball player. Remember hangnails caused them to miss weeks. <laughs> I think he's going to be slowed, and I think it's going to be a problem. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, they they listed him as limited. Does that? That's right. just that's me. You know he's just I'll, a little short. I don't uh, know if he's limited. <laughs> all right, I'll go Cleveland minus three, but just got based off the fact that he truly was limited in practice, and I'm I'm hoping that the shoulder slows. I feel them like down. that's a lock. I mean, that that's lock conversation with Carolina mm. in my mind. All right, Las Vegas, the Raiders. Uh, what's the new coach's name? Like uh Rich Basekia? I don't know. How would you pronounce it? B I C A C C I A. Basekia. Basekia. Uh Las Vegas is catching four, plus one sixty five on the money line. Denver at home, minus one eighty five, forty four and a half is the total. Some things last week that were concerning. A bad offense threw the ball on that defense. And like we've seen before, the butler, the shine on the butler. I don't know if the passing game is uh is quite uh where it was to start the season when the competition was a little lesser both these teams zero and two against the spread in their last two so something's got to give do you believe John Gruden is a piece of shit and the players hated him or do you believe mm. the players liked him now based on X players coming out it seems like it's mixed results yeah keep Talib um you know fellow blue wire podcaster. He stood up for him saying, as far as the racism angle of those things, he didn't think he was racist and that Gruden had reached out to him and, and given him some tips for TV. Yeah. I would have lo- loved to hear that, <laughs> that exchange of Gruden giving uh, a key tips for television pro- broadcast. Pro- probably was just telling him how much he liked the, uh, the gold chain. Maybe, maybe the there, there, there's a lot to break down here. I mean, uh, of course, Mark Davis saying rich Basecki is the best leader I've been around. And then when they asked uh, Mark Davis, quote uh, about the about this whole incident, his one comment is quote or no, sorry, the Basecki comment was uh, Mike Mayock. Yeah, Davis said his only comment has been quote I have no comment. Ask the NFL; they have all the answers. Doesn't sound like a guy who's throwing someone under the bus or like, oh yeah, I finally got the opportunity to get rid of this dickhead John Gruden. Um, but again, there's there's clearly more to this story. Derek Carr coming out. I wouldn't say this is in support of Gruden, but certainly sounds that way, saying, quote, open up everything, see what happens. Now, also, Der- uh, Carl Nassib, who is openly gay, he took a personal day to process everything. Um, so there's a lot going on here as far as like the the stuff outside the game. I do always like taking the Broncos at home. Um, I, I do think their offense was decent last week with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't like fading Teddy Bridgewater against the spread, but they're laying four. Denver should be able to get a pass rush going. The home team has won nine of the last ten meetings, but I mean, last uh, last time they played in Denver, thirty two thirty one, that feels like a very realistic score. Something like that. I mean, four points to me is just crazy. I. I it's it's just a hair too high. I, I think if you're Denver, this has to be three. I'll take the free extra points. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially because clearly they were distracted last week. Clearly, what was ever, whatever was going on was a problem because they lost to a bad Bears team that that has somehow tricked you into liking the Bears this week. But 
Denver shouldn't be laying more than three points here. I think the reason I took Derek Carr and double stacked him in my DFS lineup this week is I think they have some some success. I, I'm the a air. little worried about and, the, and the pass rush getting them. And if they like them, sure. Let me switch my angle around. They're gonna pour one out for the coach. You know, they're gonna they're gonna light it up in Denver. I mean, could you see Vic Fangio winning by two points in this game? Absolutely. So we're gonna take the Raiders plus the points. Yeah, and and that I guess for me the the and I like the Raiders plus four, but the the thing that scares me the most is the, Vic Fangio versus whoever is in charge of the offensive play calling right now. That's my biggest concern. Derek Carr. Well, and maybe he goes back to his bread and butter of just like getting Darren involved, Darren Waller involved, and and checking down and everything. The, and and coming back to the Gruden emails thing because everyone's everyone's chiming in here, but. Uh, I mean, it's crazy that there were like what sixty five thousand emails, and the only ones that got released are the ones. I think it's six hundred thousand. Like I think. Oh, it's, okay. It's Whatever crazy. insane number, and the only ones that got released are the ones John Gruden talking shit. I mean, I have a feeling there's there's some other shit talking going on in those emails, guys saying inappropriate things, uh, and we'll see. The, the NFL is in a weird position right now. I mean, it. it because they, they they might be able to end some other people's careers. Like who, early, who knows well, who's been emailing Bruce Allen? I mean, even Adam Schefter got shrapnel today because Adam Schefter, I guess, in like 2011, he was writing a story about the negotiations with the lockout, and he emailed Bruce Allen and said, like, "Hey, take a look at the story, see if everything sounds right," which you, you're not supposed to do in reporting, like email the 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 people you're writing the story about and say, like, "Hey, does this look good?" Oh, everything's everything's connected, Sean. Follow follow the money. I I just think you have a situation here where Goodell's own narcissistic uh, tendencies. To your point, the only reason this came out is because of that email where he's if called he an call- anti-football pussy. So <laughs> by now, Goodell saying let's burn this guy. Yeah, which we're assuming that's what happened. He called. He he put in the hit. It 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 doesn't. But he feel also unrelated. exposed the fact that they have these emails. So I ask you, Sean, as a football fan, do you really want the emails to come out? How deep does it go? Can the world handle it? Well, if it's if it's something that cancels uh, Dak Prescott or Zeke Elliott, sure. That Dak's definitely not on the emails. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Zeke. I mean, you know, she was maybe uh, it was ten years ago. Maybe he was just randomly emailing Bruce Allen. We don't know, Ryan. We haven't seen the emails. But that's how fucking. The, I'm sure the Goodell was just in a room, just like headbutting a wall. Well, and that's why fucking guy Gruden. That's why fuck. when someone asks for emails, you delete the server and bleach it and shred the entire thing. Yeah. We've learned everything. I mean, fucking Hillary figured that out. <laughs> Dallas heads to New England, where the Patriots plus three and a half, plus one sixty-five on the money line. Dallas. Minus 185. 50 and a half is the total. You mentioned square sharp earlier. Mm. Is New England the square sharp? Well, what are we gonna do, Ryan? Pick the Cowboys? I mean, come on. They're five and oh. Why is this only three and a half? It is suck. They really do. They Uh, were just in a very competitive game. Well, to your point, it was maybe it was a look ahead line and uh, a look ahead spot for the Patriots. They haven't won a game at home. They're due. Uh, the Patriots are going to have their hands full with the Cowboys. I, I think the Patriots' run defense can do a little bit to slow them down. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I I, I do worry about this uh, Pat's team. I mean, maybe you would just pick the Cowboys and and. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can't do that. Uh, here's the problem: you have Humpty Dumpty versus Bill Belichick. Now, Mike McCarthy, and now we had Mary, Harry Mays on. We kept saying we're h- crossing our fingers that Mike McCarthy ends up doing something stupid to unravel this. The thing is, like Mike McCarthy, you know, kicking like a 58-yard field goal in all previous years would have been returned for a touchdown. Instead, it's a game-winning field goal. Very fortunate there. So the the stuff seems to be going Dallas's way. I think it ends here. New England, I, I think we'll get up for this game and Belichick versus Mike McCarthy is the entire reason why I'm on this plus three and a half, maybe wait a little bit. It feels like it's got to go to four. 15% of the tickets only uh, on new England. So yeah. obviously you're, you're probably the getting sharps a, are due for a week, Ryan. Well, it tells me you're probably getting uh, you know, you're getting a benefit of a number here. This is what this is probably a two and a half point line. That's at three and a half. It was at four. You could have gotten earlier in the week. So uh, it just feels gross because New England, Mac Jones. I just don't trust them to be able to keep up in a shootout. All right, Sunday night football, the Seahawks. Oh boy, NBC swinging a miss, coming off the long rest of Thursday night football. They're heading to Pittsburgh, where the st- another rotten line. The Steelers are only minus four and a half, minus two fifteen on the money line. Seahawks plus one eighty five, forty two is the total. All right, so just doing some basic math. The look ahead was Seattle minus three, minus two and a half. So the line moved what? Seven points? Seven and a half points? Is Russ really only worth seven and a half points? Uh if there if if I mean, outside of a Mahomes, maybe, or or I don't even know if you could say Josh Allen with how well Mitch Trubisky looks back there. But a but a Aaron Rodgers, a Patrick Mahomes, those guys are nine points. Like in my book, you got to go to nine. It, it Russ is the whole team. Yeah, Geno uh, Smith might have looked good coming coming off the bench and kind of slinging it, but Pittsburgh's defense, watching tape, Geno Geno. When's the last time Geno Smith started a football game, Sean? Let's yeah, play that game. It was really what funny. Year? He uh, <laughs> he responded to a tweet where it was like the last. Time Tom Brady lost to a rookie quarterback. Quarterback was Geno Smith, and he quote tweeted it and just wrote "interesting." <laughs> and I I forgot he was still in the league. Uh, so very interesting. I mean, it's a non-conference road spot for the Seahawks. I think Steelers got a little confident, and the, you're going into a hostile environment. You're playing a desperate Steelers team, who's gotten T.J. Watt back healthy. Like I, I think their defense is kind of coming back around. And the the Pittsburgh offensive line played surprisingly well. I mean, th- they were a real issue early on in the season, and even as we've gone along, the Pittsburgh offensive line played pretty solid against Denver. I think Najee has a has a huge game um, volume wise, and the Seahawks defense is just pretty bad. I think there is a world down the line where you know this Shane Waldron offense, which is supposed to be more dink and dunk and quick passing stuff. I think there's a world where down the line, Geno Smith is competent enough to put them in decent spots, maybe at home or against other teams. But I think first start going across the country to Pittsburgh is just going to be too tough. I I just, yeah, I, I, this is, this should be seven points. I mean, to your point, like the tight ends might be fun in DFS, uh, whether it's Everett, who's finally coming back from COVID or Disley, but I just like, what version of the game do they win? Carson's 
looks like he's going to play, but he's banged up. They're well, and and I, I just think to me, you know, we talk about Gino, we talk about Ben kind of sucking, but to me, it's just more about the Steelers' defense against Geno Smith. Do we bet this right now? Is this getting to seven? It might. I mean, I'm surprised it's not higher, honestly. Um, yeah, I'm re- I'm really surprised. I, I I'm grabbing it now. I think this could get to seven at the very least six. I mean, the fact that it's under five is crazy. Uh, for Pittsburgh, who's historically, you know, there, there's infrastructure there with Tomlin and Roethlisberger. And, and granted, Roethlisberger is—he fell off the cliff. You know, he's—he is off the cliff. But um, Pittsburgh uh, at home too, and it's Tomlin. I, th- there's no reason to take Seattle in this game. I mean, no. I, I'm sure if I look at the money splits, it's gonna—it's gonna mimic everyone thinking the same thing here. Uh, actually, not really. Really, it's—it's it's like 55-45. So. People liking uh, what they saw to Geno Smith. Maybe we got lucky that Geno showed a little bit, so people are are thinking he's going to be competent and not realizing he's a full nine points worse than Russ Wilson. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you flip it nine, it gets to six. Then you're like, well, cool. If we take some money on Pittsburgh, we we'll go right to seven. It should be seven. It's going to be seven on 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 Sunday. All right. Uh, and just to be clear, I was on New England plus three and a half. I saw some question in the chat. Uh, well, I, and also people are bringing up that. Um, he Gino Smith was punched by a by one of his own linemen. Seems to be a different Gino, but you know, something to factor in there, certainly. Uh yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I'm on New England plus the three and a half. I didn't even mention it, but Dallas does have a look ahead to the bye. You know, what could possibly go wrong there? What could possibly go Monday wrong? Monday night football, the Bills just slaughtering everyone, minus five at Tennessee. Uh Titans plus one ninety five on the money line, Bills minus two thirty, fifty four and a half is the total. I think you can get cute here and you can get lost in the sea of Tennessee being seven and three against the spread at home, or I'm sorry, in their last 10 games as an underdog. I think you can get uh, excited about the fact that this was like three, three and a half on the look ahead and now it's five. But what if I told you this team is just full, full blown butt fuck mode? Oh, completely and, agree. And this should be seven. This should be seven. And this is a team. I think there's going to be some smart people out there in the media talking about how Tennessee's ability to run the ball is going to give Buffalo problems. No bullshit. This is going to be a track meet. Buffalo has dictated the pace in I, every I, game except. I for don't that even Pittsburgh think it's going to be a track meet because I think Buffalo's just Buffalo's. You know, everyone talks about Josh Allen, how good he's looked, and and you know Dawson Knox is catching touchdowns. They're spreading the ball all over the place. But you're forgetting this Bills defense is next level. And that's really the difference. This is why the Bills are a Super Bowl team. This is why I picked them to win the Super Bowl. This is why they're going to win the goddamn Super Bowl. Well, most importantly, they're beating up bad teams. Like that's a sign. Yeah, thirty-five to nothing against a division opponent in Miami. Bills opponents have turned the ball over on twenty-two point eight percent of their possessions versus the Bills defense. Bills opponents have scored on nineteen point three percent of their possessions. So statistically. Teams are more likely to turn the ball over than score against the Bills. I mean, that's they're really not getting the credit that they should for this kind of historic defense. Something and because their offense is, you know, Josh Allen is running and he's just so tough. I I think they really trash the Titans. I think the Titans could put up some points. Well, like and, that- and and here's the thing: like Tennessee's defense to me, it's just Tennessee's defense is the worst unit. By far, it's, and and maybe it's a letdown spot for the Bills coming off a big win against Kansas City, 
and going on Ultimate the road. But it, but it's Monday night against a big AFC opponent, like a a playoff team. That's why I, it's. I, not, I don't see a letdown. Spot. But that, that exactly that cancels the the letdown nature. I just I thought of something, Sean. As we were sitting here, I had a moment, um, you know, thinking about the experienced gambling sherp as we are. Buffalo Pittsburgh primetime money line parlay. Who fucks us? Because it pays, pays a little bit better. It's like plus one oh four. That's nice, right, Sean? That is nice. All right, I'm locking in. Nice. I'm locking in right now. Uh, It's prime time, and this team is doing everything right. They're playing to win the game, and if it comes down to the fact which offense do you trust to beat the other team's defense? This Tennessee defense is horrible. Let's remember they lost to the Jets. Who who are you? I mean, Zach Wilson carved them up for God's sake. All right, Zach fucking Wilson. Are you kidding me? Ready for the lock dog tease? Yep. Let's go lock dog tease. Kick it off, Kramer. What do you got? You went first last time. No, I didn't. I went first. Did you write it down? Are you sure? Are you sure? Ask the chat. But I'm almost certain. Who gave out the lock first last week? We got to do the same. We were with Joe. So I feel like it was all thrown off because of Joe. Do we need to get Joe in here? Maybe we should uh, call right. text Joe. Uh, let's let's keep it simple. Wait, do you want me to go first, Ryan? No, no, no. I'm I'm happy to let's lead ask, off here. Ask the chat who should go first, Sean or Ryan. All right, this is your big decision, audience. We're gonna do a quick impromptu poll. Sean with one vote. Wow. Oh, they were thinking it was Kramer. I think it was. I think it was. All right. Well then we, we don't want to break the streak. Screw voting. Just go Kramer. Uh, Give me Carolina plus one. Absolutely. No clue. I mean, all this was the first game I bet uh, Mm. of the week because I thought it would flip around right away. Yeah. I think it's, you know, my sources close Hashtag to the situ- value. sources close to the situation uh, seem to indicate that uh, we're going to see McCaffrey out there, which I do, I do think gives a nice bump uh, to this offense. And I, and I do, I, I think uh, Zimmer really excited about his hunting trip. Lots of, lots of meat to pound uh, dog. I mean, I feel like I was a little chalky this week. Not me. Super sharp. A lot of dogs. I like this week. Uh, I, everything's a short. I'm not going to give out Philly uh, to win, so we can scratch that off the board. But everything else is pretty short. And uh, while I would three love points is fine. Three, I know, I know. Okay. I think uh, give me Detroit. They get off the Schneid. They mm. win the game. Okay. Leaving Detroit the J- Lions plus one eight, oh, plus one sixty on the money line. Leaving the Jags as the final winless team. Yeah, I mean, how are the the Lions are so much better than the Jags? It's crazy. Lions are the best bad team by far, and my tease, which been an absolute tease god lately, uh, kind of want to tease against my stuff, but I won't do that. Give me Indy down to four. I think they have no problem taking care of business here. Uh, we're gonna tease the Raiders up to ten. Mm. That's a big number for Teddy. Raiders to get over. and. Uh, Give me the Chargers up to nine. I, I don't think Baltimore is going to. Bl- I don't think this team is capable of being blown out. Yeah. All right. I'm considering locking up Miami. I really am. What? I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. I don't want a, a London lock on you my mojo. To Give me Buffalo minus five. Come on, that defense is so good. They're going to fuck them up. Uh, for my dog. Give me the San Diego. Oh, nice. Superchargers charge. 
plus one thirty five on the money line over at the Win Bet app. For my tees, what do I? A lot of options here, Ryan. For some tees, give me KC minus one, Pittsburgh plus one and a half, teasing through zero. They get the win. And then uh, I want to put Buffalo in there, but I usually don't like doing that. I'll go uh, Rams minus four. Uh, Pittsburgh's a good one. I, I I think you know you can tag that at the end, but that Buffalo Pittsburgh money line parlay pays about plus one hundred five, plus one hundred four. That feels pretty good. Let's go. So what are we doing for our circa millions, Ryan? We'll put Carolina in there. I, I like mean, that. obviously, it, it seems like Buffalo's in there. Yeah, and it seems like we both like Pittsburgh. How much do you like? You you don't love Cleveland. Uh, I don't love it, but you can put it in there. Or does Miami go on the card? We do fading the Miami's Jags. fun. Let's, right, let's just fade, fade, the let's Jags. fade the Jags. I think we both like Pittsburgh a lot. All right, so it's down. It's like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Raiders, Vegas, Chargers. Oh yeah, I I of those I want Chargers. No, in let's it. put the Chargers in the card, and then you can pick the last one. Uh, give me Cleveland. Cleveland minus three. So our circuit millions, you got Carolina plus one, Buffalo minus five, Miami minus three, Chargers. Two is back, baby. Plus three. Cleveland minus three. And all of our greatest hits were fading the Cardinals. Yep. Let's go. We don't lose. I mean, shit. I, I don't uh, I'm not as high on you as on Cleveland, but I'm co-signing it for the spirit of the podcast. I, I did go uh, in the other two entries in the circa last week. I did go a combined nine and one. So heating up, Ryan. That's not so bad. Need to bring that heat over here. Heating up. Oh man, another awesome episode of the podcast. Make sure to download the app. Spread the word. Tell a friend about the sports gambling podcast. Leave a nice uh, five star rating and review. On Apple Podcasts. And if you write out a review, ask us any question you want. If you give us five stars, we will answer it. So if you want to do it, it's a fun way to do a QA, ask away and we will answer your questions. And also by leaving a review, you uh, give yourself a chance to win some free gear. Drawing every Monday, AKA Merch Monday. Give us a follow on Twitter at Gameplay Podcast. Live pregame show back 9 a.m. Pacific and then postgame show after the late game wraps. Your calls on Twitter spaces. Give us a follow over there at Gambling Podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. All rise. Kramer, let it ride.